Hello, and welcome to Empowering Your Destiny with Dr. Carol Ann. Today's episode is titled Spiritual Triangulation. Praise God, praise God. Hello there, it's so good to be with you today. I have a very exciting message for you today for the body of Christ. This is hot off the press. I haven't heard this preached anywhere else. It's fresh revelation that the Lord has been opening up to me actually for the last few weeks. But I tell you, the Lord is still giving me fresh revelation even in just the last 15 moments as I'm getting ready to release this to you. So um, I'm going to... I am, we are going to have fun today. I'm going to, this, I think some of this, at least it's blowing my mind. I hope that, that it um, opens up your mind to receive what God has for you today. So recently, a friend of mine asked me how my eye is healing. Um, I had a, a detached retina about a year and a half ago. And so I look a little bit like a pirate. I've got this patch on my eye. And so anyway, he was asking me, you know, how's your eye doing? And, um, and he began to share with me that when he was young, with his right eye, um, which is the one that I'm having troubles with, he had what's called a lazy eye. And his right eye had trouble focusing. So it couldn't, he had trouble looking straight ahead and fixating on an object with both eyes because the right eye would would drift. It would drift outward. So he could only fixate on an object forward with just a single eye. So he began to tell me about this very interesting concept um, that happens with our eyes, um, that when we focus together on an object, it's called triangulating. So I want to talk to you today about this about visual triangulation. And then beyond that, spiritual visual triangulation. So, visual triangulation happens when two beams of light, let's say coming out of our eyes, come together and fuse or focus on a single object. Okay? And when you do this, you've got three points involved. Two eyes in one object, so it makes a triangle, okay? So this forming a triangle, uh, and then used with the eyes, it's a visual triangulating or a visual triangulation. So, um, so it's, it's very interesting. So my, my friend Paul, in his case, um, like I said, his eyes would drift, his one eye would drift, And his vision could not triangulate. He could not get two eyes on one object. So the best he could do was one eye on one object. And what is that? It's a straight line. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you cannot triangulate with a straight line. You need to have the triangle involved. So what happens when a person's vision cannot triangulate? You have a loss of perspective and depth perception. You lose perspective and depth perception. Okay? 
So, for example, uh, this is the very problem that I've been having <laughs> right now with one eye covered. I cannot triangulate in my vision. So what happens is it is very easy to knock things over. Okay, hitting, trying to hit a keyboard uh, to type. I can't tell you how many times I try to hit an A and I hit the S. You think you're hitting the right thing, but the perspective is off, so I hit the wrong keys. Um, burning your fingers on a hot pan because you don't think you're as close to the pan as you are. So different things like that. It causes all kinds of uh, small little problems because that fine detail, that perspective is lost. So um, the funniest thing Paul said was, that if he would, when he was younger, he'd go to a 3D movie, but it was like wasted on him because he could, there was no depth perception. He couldn't see the depth of the 3D movie. Isn't that crazy? Can you imagine going in, putting on your 3D glasses and it's just, it's just flat? It's like, what's the big deal? I don't see anything special here. <laughs> so that triangulation gives us that perspective through depth perception. So, I, I'm kind of finding this very interesting because I'm having this similar problem that Paul was describing. Um, and in the next few days, I just kept, I just kept feeling God was trying to get something to me. So I began thinking of this triangulation in spiritual vision. I really felt God was speaking to me about what happens when we cannot triangulate in the spirit realm. So I began to look up words and definitions online and, and to see what the Lord was showing me. So he took me on this awesome journey and there was so much he showed me that I realized that all that I had prepared for you would be too much to for you to process in one sitting. So... God showed me how to begin to splice this apart, and we have a part two. So I'm going to give you one thread of what God was showing me, and then a, an entirely different uh, message, a whole different angle for the part two. So it's all really interesting things that's going to make us think today, So um, and to go deeper spiritually. So this thought of triangulating and spiritual vision, it just became very intriguing and very interesting to me. Um, so spiritual vision, let's talk about that for a moment. Spiritual vision is looking through our spiritual eyes, amen, to see and understand what is happening in the invisible spiritual realm. Okay, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, in order to triangulate in the spirit realm, this is kind of a, seems like a, a funny example, but bear with me as, as I try to explain this. Um, when we look at things in the world through our two natural eyes, we're going to see everything in the natural and how the world sees it. But we need to be able to 
And this is where it's going to get interesting. Think of it this way. We don't want to have both eyes in the natural blinded mm -hmm. to not see where we're going in the natural. At the same time, we don't want to have our spiritual eyes blinded and just seeing what the world sees and interpreting it through the worldview. Mm. So my challenge here is, in my example, is I want you to think of triangulating with our three points is looking at the world through one natural eye and one spiritual eye. Okay? So I've never done this before, but I'm going to use myself as a prop. <laughs> okay? So I have here, let's see, I, my screen is, is flipped here. This eye is open to see in the natural. Mm -hmm. Think of this other eye here as covered to not see what's in the natural, but it's open to the spiritual. So if we have one eye open in the spirit realm, one eye open in the natural, we can, can triangulate on what God is showing us and walk it out in the natural. Does that make sense? So in other words, we don't want to see just with two natural eyes, but we want to see with a natural eye and with a spiritual eye so that God can show us how to discern what we're seeing in the earth realm. Amen? So... Spiritual vision that I'm suggesting that we do is triangulating with one eye in the natural, one eye in the spiritual, not blocking out all, everything that's natural, but with the spiritual and the natural eye fuse on what God is having us to focus on at any given time. Mm -hmm. The Lord says... In the word that we are in this world, but we're not of it. Mm -hmm. So we must have one eye open in the natural to see what's happening. But then we need to keep the other eye open in the spirit realm as we walk on the earth. So that we can interpret and discern the Lord's spiritual perspective on any given thing. Amen. And, I'll, and I'll show you why this is so important. So first of all. If we always work just from our natural eyes, we are going to interpret and see things and the perspective in the spiritual will be off. It will not be accurate as, as far as how God sees the world and how he created it. He's the creator of it. So we need to have his perspective. Amen. So we must have our spiritual eye open so that we can gain heaven's perspective in the spirit realm. Amen. So we need to triangulate our vision in a way in which the spirit realm is an influence so that we can operate in God's wisdom and his kingdom purposes. This is very similar to how I teach um, it was I was thinking about this. Um, we all, I always teach to keep one foot. So there's two calendars. There's the Roman calendar and then there's what, what some call the Jewish calendar, but actually it's God's calendar. It's God's timetable of things that he created. Okay. It's never changed. Okay. 
So we have the spiritual calendar, God's calendar, and then we have the Roman calendar that we need to look at the Roman calendar and say, hey, I have an appointment on Wednesday. I need to be there. So I need to know what that calendar says. But then I look at God's calendar so I know what is happening happening in the realm of the spirit, okay? So I'll always teach, have one foot in the natural calendar, in the Roman calendar, and have one foot in your spiritual calendar so that you're not going to be caught spiritually lopsided. You're not going to get caught off off balance, okay? We need to have a spiritual balance as we're going through this world. In the same way, one spiritual eye open and one natural eye open. So the problem is if we have both eyes open to the worldview and we ignore our spiritual view, the spiritual vision, is it not very easy to get hyper-focused on the things going on in the world? the news, the negativity, and fall into traps of fear and anxiety. Can you see that? If you're just looking through natural eyes, looking at what's going on in the world, we can easily fall into fear and anxiety and deception because we are not seeing the full truth. You need to have a spiritual eye open to see the full truth that's going on. So our spiritual vision brings us balance It brings us God's perspective. Spiritual vision gives us hope and truth. Amen? When I balance what is going on in the world with what I'm hearing God say and what God's word says, it's not as scary a place as it is as I'm just hyper-focusing in the realm of of the earth. So, my point is we need to open up our spiritual eyes to God and to his word. So I want to challenge you today to begin to to begin training and to continue to train your spiritual eye to be alert and sensitive to what God desires to show you. Amen. Amen. I really believe this is a big key for each one of you today. That this is um I've not seen this written anywhere else, spoken of anywhere. I even went on the internet. There was one article written in a hap it talked about just how God does things in threes, which is also kind of a cool thing. But there's a lot more to what um, God was is, wants to show us today. So remember my friend Paul with the lazy eye? He had surgery when he was like five years old, but the surgery did not correct the problem with his vision. So then when he was 14 years old, he had another surgery that was more effective But what happened with, in that time that he was growing up, his eye had not matured, okay? The eye had not matured, and he lost the ability for both eyes to triangulate and diffuse on a single object. Therefore, he's permanently lost his depth perception. So his perception, his perspective is a little bit off in the natural, because the eye did not mature and grow. Do you see where I'm going with this? I know you're a step ahead of me here. We need to remember that we do not want to cultivate a lazy spiritual eye, lazy spiritual vision, but rather we need to train our spiritual eyes to mature. Amen? Amen. 
That's the point of this message. We need to train our spiritual eyes to mature. We must try to triangulate our spiritual vision in order to see the depth and the perspective of the kingdom perspective, of God's kingdom perspective. We need to open our spiritual eyes. Don't leave them closed. We need to open them to focus and fuse on what God shows us. Because he has things that are in layers, okay? There's a a very, uh, there's a fabulous perspective of the depth of kingdom revelation that he wants to begin to release. And if our eyes are not accustomed and being trained to to hear and see in the in the spirit realm, we're going to miss some things. Okay? Amen. Um you know, there are times when God actually causes my my eyes to focus on an object. And when all of a sudden my eyes freeze, I'm like, God, what what am I seeing? What are you showing me? And then we have a very interesting conversation. But God actually can cause our eyes to fuse and freeze on something in the natural. And then we ask him, Lord, what are you seeing in the spiritual? What, what do you mean by this? What do you want me to see? So if God begins to give us open visions and fabulous dreams layered with spiritual revelation, but our spiritual eyes are not opened... And they're not mature enough to spiritually triangulate what we're seeing. It would be like watching a spiritual 3D movie from the Lord and us seeing it flat without any spiritual discernment, perspective, or understanding. You remember my friend Paul that I told you that his eye had not matured enough, it was not trained, so... He was unable to triangulate and see any kind of depth. So when he went to a 3D movie, it was wasted on him. You know, I don't want God to be willing and able to show us these things in the spirit realm, like open visions and dreams and 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 uh, things in the spirit realm, and it falls flat on us because we can't understand it. We can't see the depth. We're only seeing it on the surface and all that richness that he wants to convey is is lost. Doesn't that make your heart sad? So what I'm saying today is let's get ready. Let's begin to open our spiritual eyes and see what our creator wants us to see. We need to be training our spiritual eyes to see so that when God gives us spiritual revelation, we can see the depth of what he's revealing to us with understanding, with wisdom, and with discernment. So therefore, we must begin to train and to mature our spiritual eyes to see the way God sees. Now, it may sound like I'm going to give you some simple things to do, but these are very vital and very important. First, we need to be reading the Word of God. If the Word of God is in us, if we're hearing it, if we're reading it, we're going to have that wisdom, that discernment. Our spiritual eyes are going to be begin to be ready because they're already being trained what to see and, and to know what is in the spirit realm. Secondly, seeking the Lord by asking him to open up our spiritual eyes. 
and to see his perspective in the spirit realm. And before we finish today, I'm going to be praying with you and we're going to ask God that. But on a daily basis and just wearing this patch on my eye for the last year and a half and having that, some eye issues, it's been a rich experience because God has led me to pray so many prayers about spiritual vision that I probably would have never prayed if I hadn't had this this experience in the natural. It makes me conscious of vision, but I'm focusing. God, I'm not praying just for healing for my eye, but spiritual vision. Okay, I believe this this is where we need to be right now. So many times the Lord has opened up the spirit realm for me through dreams and visions. And this is the, this is one of the ways that God can communicate with us. Um, some of you may get dreams and you're like, oh, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Well, you know what? What we need to do is press in. God, is this a dream of you? And what does this mean? And what does this mean? And, and what are you trying to say to me with that? I could probably do a whole thing on dreams and visions, but I'm not on interpretation, but I'm not probably, I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to focus here on, um, that dreams and visions is one way that God is, can, can communicate with us and our spiritual eyes need to be open to receive it from the Lord and to understand it. So one of the things that I would encourage you to do is to, since God does give us vision with dreams, is um, write the dreams down. And then next, ask the Holy Spirit to give you understanding of the interpretation. And he will. And so, you know, I started doing this, I don't know, 20 to 25 or more years ago. And by practicing just doing it, it increases. And I'll write down, I'll ask the Holy Spirit, what, what is the interpretation? What, what do you want me to understand? And then I start to write what I start to hear in my spirit. When I, if something comes to my mind, I'll write it down. Okay, sometimes God will give me part of a scripture um, just a few words, and then I'll look up that scripture and see what more it says and the context of it. So just begin to write down the dreams, ask Holy Spirit about the interpretation, understanding, and then write down, write that down, what you're hearing. This is a great way to start practicing training your spiritual eye to see. Also, if you're just going about doing something, driving, chopping things, uh, uh, bathing, whatever it is, sometimes God will just begin to drop something in your spirit. And that too is your spiritual vision. Okay. Ask him about it. Ask him what it is and then write that down. So it, it's just important part of, um, practice to keep seeking the Lord and asking him to show you how to see and how to understand in the spirit realm. Amen. If not, we can be very deceived about things that are going on in the world. Um, so let me just reiterate. Reading the Holy Scriptures helps us to understand what we're seeing in the spirit realm. Just start with a reading plan. Or if, or if you just wake up and you feel a certain book or scripture to go to, do that. But God's Word is the basis of our spiritual perspective. Both our spiritual eyesight and our hearing both increase as we read and study and pray the Word of God. 
So let me begin to, to just pray for you today. Um, there's a scripture that I love, um, and it's the Apostle Paul. And it takes place in the book of Ephesians, mm -hmm. Ephesians 1, chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. And it's what I want to pray for you today. The Apostle Paul says that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? So that's the verse. Now that I want to pray this for you. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for my brothers and sisters here that I am with today, Lord God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that their eyes of their understanding be enlightened now, Lord God. That they would know the hope of your calling on their life, on their family, and the fullness of their destiny. That they would know the riches of the glory of your inheritance, almighty God, that you have in the saints and in each brother and sister with me here today. Lord, let them know what is the exceeding greatness of your power toward them as they believe according to the working of your mighty power. Lord God, open up our understanding. I ask you, Lord God, Father, in the name of Jesus, Open up our spiritual eyes. Help us to triangulate our vision so that we can see what's going in the natural, but we have spiritual understanding of your perspective going on in the earth, especially as we are getting ready for this mighty great harvest in the earth. Father, I just continue to pray for my brothers and sisters here. I pray that each one would indeed, that there are, that they would open up their spiritual eyes and vision and that you would enlighten the eyes of their understanding. Lord, we need your kingdom understanding. Lord, we pray to have eyes that are enlightened and not lazy. In fact, Lord, right now, with my brothers and sisters, we repent for when we've been lazy to pursue seeing your perspective when we've been unwilling to open up our eyes of faith, where we've turned a blind eye, where we've been unwilling to see and to understand what you desire to show us by your sweet Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask you to heal our spiritual eyesight, removing all spiritual cataracts, distortions, and removing all blind spots in the beautiful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I ask you right now to activate our spiritual dreams and visions with understanding and proper interpretation. Lord, activate our eyes with spiritual vision so that we can triangulate our vision in the natural and in the spiritual to see from your view and your divine perspective. Lord, take us deeper. 
Take us deeper right now, Lord God. Lord, we ask you for understanding, for wisdom, for discernment. As you cause us to see into the spirit realm so that we can carry out your will, your plans, and your purposes in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, I thank you for being with us today. It's been a powerful time. Um, I'm just asking the Lord to continue to give you understanding on what we spoke about today. Um, if you're watching with us on Crystal Rain TV Network, um, stay with us, follow us each week, tune in to our podcast. If you're hearing me right now from the podcast, tune in to Chris O'Rain Internet TV Network, and you'll you'll find me there. If you look up the schedule, you'll see us um, right now. We could well, I'm not sure when you're hearing when we'll be airing, but if you look up the, uh, we could be on a Friday or and a Saturday, but look it up on the schedule. This is empowering your destiny with Dr. Carol Ann Abbott. We love you, and we are praying for you. Amen. <laughs>